Hello. Welcome. Welcome uh, to the KFAB podcast, which is a podcast about wrestling and fashion. But mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. Hello. Uh, it's a really big day for us, guys. We have so many new treats around the recording studio, a.k.a. Producer Mike's Kitchen. <laughs> um, I, Christina, am speaking into a new microphone uh, that we purchased, and so now we all have our own mics. That's so professional. It's a major move. We're all leaning in Le- to our mics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and mine, because I read the Amazon page, and it, <laughs> incorrectly is balanced on what I can only tell is a fruit sta- what is what normally is encased I would in say this a trash basket is this a trash basket Mike I mean I put apples in there but <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, sorry my bad uh, so we're I'm talking we flipped over a wire you know what I'll just post it on Instagram you guys are all gonna love it it's a good look uh, it's for apples not trash it's for apples not trash Apples are not trash. They're good. I'm proud of you for making healthy snack choices, Mike. Yeah. Mike, do you want to say hi? Hi, I'm producer Mike. Uh, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. Uh, I, I have my tickets to All In. Uh, I know a ton about wrestling. I watch it all the time. And periodically they will... Uh... Guys, that's the sound of a sound machine Christina remembered to bring to the recording. It's a, I have to stress again, this is a big episode. Yeah. This is a major episode. I kind of think that her cat was maybe playing with it, and then she was like, oh, there's where it went, <laughs> and then just picked it up from the floor and brought it with her. See, the issue is is that if I could see it, I would never forget it. It's that it's hidden away in my costume box, because I'm an adult woman. Yep. <laughs> so. We all have costume boxes. <laughs> yes, costume boxes. Every woman in the world does. Yeah. And, and if it seems like we've really like stepped it up, it's partially because, not intentionally, it's our 10th episode, guys. Holy Yay! shit. We yeah, did it. This is big. This I, is very big. I'm really proud. <laughs> you know, the file is called episode 10. I still didn't, re- <laughs> still didn't register. I mean, I put the explanation points and everything on it. Clamation point? Exclamation. <laughs> it's a Katie, Katie put the explanation point. Did I say explanation? <laughs> exclamation point. Yeah, I just yeah. like what that would be. Just explanation. Like, no, I needed you to notice this extra hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's really warm right now in LA. We all kind of have like melty brains. So just, just enjoy. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the ride. Oh my gosh. This first slide is already too intense. It is. Uh, okay, so you guys, we're just going to launch right into wrestling news. Um, I feel like... You've got to talk about it. It's your boyfriend. I feel like I've got to talk about it because it's my boyfriend. I'm just going to read the copy that was written for me and is incorrect. Uh, Alistair Black has been attacked. At NXT last week, Christina's new metal boyfriend was found attacked in the parking lot. Why did this happen? Who could have done this and why? More importantly, this is right after Christina expressed interest. Is she cursed? Oh, <laughs> my God! <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. I only saw that he wrote new metal boyfriend. I was like, he's not new metal. He's actually metal. And like, this isn't, this isn't the correct use of this. And that. But I didn't even read the third, the third question. And you really, he really burned me good. You guys, Mike really tore it up over here. Um, the answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, there's just a cloud in my apartment. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed it. We got to say it just it. hangs in the living room. It's kind of like in Practical Magic at the end. Oh, Probably. my gosh. Yeah. Is it a, a biker 
singing Elvis Presley. It was supposed to be like a cheaper Johnny Depp. I definitely oh, yeah. was asleep during that part. Okay. Sidebar, I did go see Santa Spia and uh, Practical Magic played last night. That's why we're talking about it. Just so you guys also know. Also because it's an American classic. Yes. Yes, and great hair. Mm-hmm. True. Um, so last week, Aleister Black tore his groin in a match, which I was made aware of immediately because we all bought tickets for NXT, mm-hmm. partially to see Velveteen Dream for sure. Yeah. And then now for me to uh, just really like hang out on the dating apps and see if Aleister Black pops up. <laughs> and um, so they have to write him off for a while. And they're doing a, as Mike said, a who shot Jr. Mr. Burns angle, which <laughs> oh. is very funny as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the picture is um, Alistair Black lying, like, spread-eagled on the ground, and all these people looking at him as as if he is dead. I mean, is that the storyline that he's literally dead? Oh. It would be kind of it's awesome if he came hurt? back to life because of cults, though. Okay. Yeah, that's what I kind like, of thought the fuck? was Yeah, be the... they, they don't go that far with kayfabe? They... They did an angle one time where Vince McMahon got into a limo and the limo blew up. Oh my God. Good. But then Chris Benoit literally happened the next day. Oh. So he had to appear out of character to like address it. But also they didn't know what he had done at the time. So they did a three hour tribute show to Chris Benoit. And then they found out the details of what he had done. Goodness Ooh. gracious. Okay, so... <laughs> yes. That's a to lot. all of that. Um, I just assumed that Undertaker was like, that's my thing, partner. <laughs> I was like, no, you can't do like someone dead coming back. You know what? He does kind of have a Western vibe. He does. So now, that you meant, now that you say that, yeah. which was is crazy. Is he just Clint Eastwood? <laughs> You're not- like, is it? <laughs> He does have that same energy, right? Oh, yeah, right. Eastwood had that empty chair, and Undertaker has that empty coffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it all makes sense. Well, I mean, I really hope that Aleister Black recovers, both for his groin's sake, and also so we can see him. So, yeah. wait, when it says he tore his groin, does it? do they specify what happened? Like, I think he was on, like, the top rope and, and oh. fell, yeah. Oh, he... Oh, my he, God, so he, like, hurt his, his dick. Is grind. No, I, I'm asking. Is his, penis, you know? is his they, penis okay? They didn't say groin. They didn't say penis. See, because when I think groin, I think about how, like, if I stretch too far in yoga, yep. I sometimes pull something. Yeah, in my, like, like you inner get thigh. a hernia. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what like, I thought. did he tear his taint? His- <laughs> Yeah, I have like more questions I know. about the specific If thing. you know what happened to his groin, <laughs> let us know on Twitter. Yeah, please tweet at us what happened to Alistair Black's groin. We're more interested in that than whoever heard him in k Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we want to know how he actually got hurt, <laughs> not his k injury. Exactly. Um, but we have oh, the suspects. We do wow. have the suspects. This is a beautiful slide, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, we always compliment the slides that you're never going to see, and this is no different. Um, but so Mike oh, made us a suspects page. Machineries on it. <gasps> yes. So we watched the video that they had where it was like a lady ref hunching over Alistair Black, and then they basically just like pulled back and walked around a college campus and filmed people in bushes still wearing their wrestling outfits. So it was just like, so they're just hanging out in these diapers like on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with arrows, informative arrows pointing at them. They're all milling around. You don't know who it is. There's uh, like a lot of cell phone footage going on. A lot. Yeah. 
and so if you guys want to read the names although it is fon- phonetically spelled for me which i do appreciate how dumb <laughs> johnny gargano <laughs> who has the like he has the the symbol that's like a a little meh face with one eye closed okay you know it's like the meh emoji but one eye is open okay um, Tommaso Ciampa, who is the scariest looking man to me. Yeah. I don't know. It just looks like he just, someone just, you know how you're not supposed to cut your bangs straight across? <laughs> yeah. They did that with his beard. And yeah. so yeah. that ruins it where it's not like, it's not like pulled like a Shakespearean villain. Yeah. It's just straight across. It's odd. But it's, I said earlier, and I'll say again, he's got a real Rasputin vibe. He does. And a very good body. He yeah. does a great body, and I think that makes it scarier. If Rasputin asked for abs as well as a lot of other evil things, a, then it would be. And a forearm length yep. penis. <laughs> yeah, yep. That too. <laughs> it's like the thing everyone knows about Rasputin. I Sorry. know. It's supposedly on display in Russia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Guys, the things I have to look at for my job sometimes. It's great. Uh, and then Lars Sullivan, who also has a weird beard. This is a weird beard lineup, mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah, he looks to me like a, a kid who sat behind me in math class. Not a specific kid. <laughs> just one of those faces where you're like, I think I knew him in high school. Yeah, he does look like he maybe played football for a bit. Yeah. yeah. And he like fell asleep, and whenever the teacher woke him up, he got mad. Mm-hmm. It was like that guy where he's like, oh. An EC3 who looks kind of like a G.I. Joe that got melted. He I don't does. get EC3. He's is the he top painted? 1%. That's is he his painted? thing. He's, his thing is being the 1%. The top, yeah, his song goes, I'm the top top 1%. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do him He's for like sure. a rich a-hole wow. is his deal. Oh, no. That's really fun. And he does, but like, so. So is he covered in oil here? Is that why he looks dark? Like, I think it's just. He looks dip dyed. He looks oh, like is ombre it just a little bit. Weird dramatic studio lighting, maybe? maybe is that his paint or is that just the photo, Mike? It's just the photo. He oh. doesn't wear body paint or anything. He's oh. just he's very... He's a diaper man through He's a diaper man. <laughs> he's a diaper man. He should really have like a little tie and then he could be like the guy from He Who Corrupts, which oh. is a band. That's hey, it. interesting. Uh, he does look like a guy who would be wearing a pink polo around. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the way I would describe his his rich person persona. It's like very like long island country club <laughs> yes um undisputed era there's four guys there's a mm-hmm. lot of men in that picture that we don't know yeah who's the undisputed era mike the undisputed era is adam cole bobby fish kylo riley and roderick strong i'm sorry kylo riley kylo o'reilly oh i thought he was like and the opposite of rilo kylie <laughs> yeah that's i was I'm like wow in saying adam cole was part of Bullet Club, right? Yes, okay. Yeah, yes, oh, good job. Okay. And people love Adam Cole, right? That's like a yeah. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole, baby? Bebe. 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 Like B-A-E. Like B-E-B-E, that brand that we all dabbled oh, with in yeah. high school. The one that oh. we all had silky tops from, mm-hmm. party tops. Mm-hmm. The, yep, the party top store. Mm-hmm. You'd wear them with your Steve Madden rounded heels. Oh mm. my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Some right. real looks. Oh yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler, who is a very intimidating person. Is she? she? Yeah, she does a lot of like choking. Oh, she's the one choking. Mm-hmm. She's not the one being choked. No, she's the oh, aggressor she's the in that photo. Yes. Wow. She, is she also from the fighting world? MMA, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's oh, what I wow. thought. Oh, yeah, okay. she's from MMA. Mm-hmm. 
very fun. Nice. And then finally, we, some, got, we got heavy machinery. Heavy machinery. You so, were, Katie, tell us what your connection to them are, because we've never talked about them. I've never heard of them, but you were so excited. Uh, so when was that, that I like saw a picture or I saw them come out and I just remember being like, who is this? And Spoke to you. I think it was I only got to see one of them wrestle. And then you were like, you should see their partner. At the Greatest Royal Rumble, okay, event came out. Oh, yep. uh-huh. okay. And I was like, "This man in a singlet. This man in a singlet. Mm-hmm. He looks entertaining as hell." And and Classic was like, "Look up his partner." And I was perfect. Dead. So they just look like um, they got mm-hmm. singlets on, and they have really, really greasy noodle hair. Mm. Yes. So who do we think? Heard Alistair Black. Did it? I think that's the main question, right? Who do we think did it? Well, there's a big... So I, I know... I've actually weirdly seen a lot of NXT recently. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's just what my husband has been mostly watching. So I know that Tommaso is is like the worst of the worst right now in the NXT world. Uh-huh. He like... This is not funny. He like in storyline like basically crippled Johnny Gargano. which is it's i'm laughing because like he kept like hitting him with objects and then slamming him onto the bare concrete floor and they had to carry him out in a stretcher and i was like this is horrible and i just started laughing because it was so bad yeah so he's like got that type of like rep going for him right now Mm -hmm. so i feel like he's the obvious choice okay because he's a bad guy katie i'm i'm going with uh shayna because she's a choker and i really want to see that fight or whatever would happen with well two mma like or like actual people with martial arts training yeah too that'd oh, be cool you're right yes if she ever faced off against alistair oh yeah i forgot he's mma too mm-hmm. i never forget <laughs> <laughs> um i think that they're gonna do some stupid kayfabe twist <laughs> where it's none of them and so it'll be like some outside source or someone him doing it to himself or like him doing it to no like you know what i mean or he's like casting a spell and he accidentally killed himself like some dumb Uh i just feel like there's got to be a twist maybe because i'm always shocked and filled with disbelief whenever i hear about what they do do in kayfabe storylines which leads into my person later where i'm just like oh whoa that's a left turn and so i feel like I, I think it's going to be a left turn that we don't even see coming. Yeah. And maybe they'll start building towards it. So it'll be a little more of a, you know, smoking gun thing. But yeah, I have a feeling you're going to be following this. Um, you know, as closely <laughs> as I as I follow anything. Yep. <laughs> which means, I will. Don't worry. I will. For which you. means when I go to Twitter on my laptop now, it goes immediately to <laughs> hashtag why did big casket fire? <laughs> Like, I can't go to the Twitter homepage anymore. It just goes. Oh, fabulous. To why Big Cass got fired. All right. What's happening? I got it. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, so we are going to watch SummerSlam next weekend. I don't, mm-hmm. I think we should kind of save our thoughts on this yeah. because we're going to have um, an episode on it. But just so you guys know, we are going to watch it. I hope we watch it together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm planning on like making some perhaps themed snacks for it. Will you make that macaroni and cheese you made for Thanksgiving. I'll make I macaroni and cheese. We can call it macaroni and cheese <gasps> for SmackDown. That's perfect. 
Um, this is the level. That's really fun. This is the level of fun I'm planning on having with it. So get ready for our thoughts on summer. Christina slam. is so happy right now. I covered my my face with both my hands and kicked my legs like a child. It's really good mac and cheese. Um, it's so good. And we're gonna we're gonna uh, have it next week for SummerSlam. So. Shall we get into it? Yes. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start off. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm going to start off. I'm doing Marty Skrull. Um, Woo. Martin Marty Skrull. He was born July 25th, 1988. Um, so that makes him a Leo. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I know he's uh, passionate and creative. And, of course, that you treasure your freedom. Oh, my God. You're learning I so much. I did more research than I usually do. Um, he actually started training when he was younger because his mom talked him into doing wrestling to get out of trouble. Ooh. He um, is an English professional wrestler and a singer. Fun fact. Um, he started training at Frank Remmer's Dropkicks Training School, which was also produced wrestlers like Darren Burridge, Martin Stone, The Cartel, and Paul Robinson. Hmm. Um, after wrestling under the name Marty for a while, he decided to change it. And he started going by a party Marty. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Um, so his whole thing was that he was like this uh, like kind of buff, beautiful man who was clean shaven, liked to party, and loved the ladies. I mean, that seems not true based on these pictures, right? (laughs) (laughs) He is very clean shaven. That's true. Um, Mm -hmm. These looks are like out of control. How would you describe like this one in the middle? I'm at a loss. It looks like Pokemon balls on a diaper. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah, it looks like. hot pink knee pads, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate the pop of color. Yeah. It's like when a toddler goes swimming and they have to keep their diaper on. So they they get the cover. Uh It's like a diaper cover. Yeah, those were big in the South. You had your initials on them. Uh Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah, it's big. What? Yep. There's initials on everything. Huh. Literally That's why Pottery Barn Kids exists. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, for him, he's been through a ton of different promotions. Um, in the past, but after like starting Party Marty, he actually was part of um, British Boot Camp, and it was a reality show. And he was kind of working his way up in the rings, and he wasn't getting known as much. So he went on this reality show, and hmm. he really hyped up the Party Marty vibe. What year? Do you know what year this was? Um, this was in. So he's he hadn't been around for a super long time. So I think that this was. Probably around um, 2012, 2013. The okay. reason I ask is because he does look like a Jersey Shore person. Yes. yes. And so I was wondering if he was inspired by the 2011 hit Jersey Shore. Or the, yeah. the spinoff Geordie Shore. That's like kind oh, of his yeah. I watched an episode of the um, the reality show because I had to, of course, to kind of see his entrance. And he does the research. Uh-huh. I do the research. Katie really shows up. <laughs> and um, in it, he's like, he's like just this like beautiful guy who's like just greased back and wears like a polo and like it's like unbuttoned but popped up. Oh, my god. He definitely has that vibe to him. I love his like um, a lad. We have to comment on the denim vest that he yes. is wearing without a shirt too. Uh huh. It's very important, right? It's really it's good. A good. Look. 
Yeah, and he was a he 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 likes the diapers. You know, once mm-hmm. he gets in the ring, he's really into that. I do think that picture specifically, he does look like a go-go dancer in West Hollywood. He does, like oh specifically. Gosh, yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He just like that's. I feel like I've seen him there. Yeah, and like this is him like after a night of dancing. Yeah, he's like on one of the patios smoking a cigarette afterwards. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's so attractive. True. Yeah. You know? So then. Ooh, then he got beard. The beautiful villain was born. Yeah. So the thing that's really cool about the villain is I listened to um, Austin 316 Stone Cold had a podcast where he talked to Martin. And it was the thing he said was he said every great character can be recognized by their silhouette. And he started to think about that of like when he wanted to evolve from being Party Marty. And so he decided to change it up. And one day he actually was going into the ring and saw an umbrella on the side and just grabbed it and was like, anything to just like get more people to notice me, to go crazy and things like that. Hmm. So he just like slowly started getting hyped up and then he got on a plane right after his match and checked on Twitter and people were saying they can't wait for the next match with the umbrella. So he was like, oh, well, I guess that this is what I have to do now. And like the same thing came with he wears like a fur coat a lot of times and he likes to switch it up because he's like, it's just really fun to get the audience riling for me or booing for me. He's like, either one to me is so great and it gives me the energy to be this bad person. Mm -hmm. So then it started after there's like this, I read on uh, Reddit also, there's a story of going from Party Marty into the villain itself. Hmm. And they said that the reason why he changed into the villain was because he was losing so much as Party Marty and he needed a shift change. So he started as the villain and then he lost. Hmm. And so then he came back, did another match and lost again and after losing he beat the shit out of this guy um what is his name um chris travis he was taken out for a while because he um he had cancer and then he had a match with him beat him then beat the shit out of him (laughs) and in the next promo came out and was like just so you know y'all all thought that the villain was a gimmick it's not a gimmick i'm Ooh, here to stay yeah. i was like i tricked you and now i'm more evil than ever like he <laughs> barely turned teal and then he like straight up went evil and turned teal that's great that's so great. that's like they say how the villain was reborn into actually being the truth of the villain and how he loves being like, yeah, y'all thought I was a gimmick and I'm never going back. And so he's pure evil now. Um, and so he likes to mix it up a lot. Holy Ooh. shit. Yeah. Oh. He has the same entrance song. It's really cool, actually. Um, and then he plays up, but he loves doing the umbrella now. And this is a photo. So he was part he was part of Bullet Club. Nice. He's like the next group of it after our our lover Finn left Mm -hmm. um and the way it was announced is he was in a fight and um in a match and he had his umbrella out and he pulled it out and it said bullet club and so then (laughs) they started attacking the guy in the ring so it was a really cool reveal of that and then in the last like year they started doing uh youtube videos Hmm. of all of them together and uh what's his name does the main is the guy that does it the most the young the, bucks yeah kenny omega yeah kenny omega yeah and um 
And they did this whole thing about like Marty leaving Bullet Club and they staying complicated as they were like sad that he's leaving because he wanted to <laughs> the be the Avril like, Lavigne song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did like this like uh, lip dub of it. It was really great. And um, because Marty said he wanted to go and be a like a rock star and a performer. Itself. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I have a question about the masks. Yeah. So in a couple of these pictures, he's wearing, they're two different masks. Yeah. So this was like, it's like a bandana over mm-hmm. his face more. And then the other one, I can only describe as plague doctor. Ah, yep, exactly. It's, it's the, the scary bird head plague doctor thing. Does he wear those all the time or is that a relatively new thing? He, he likes to switch it up. He said he wore the mask one time and then now he sometimes wears like a gold mask and will have like a gold suit on. It Whoa. really just depends. He says whatever like I'm kind of feeling at that moment. And the bandana says villain club because that's oh. what his whole thing is, mm-hmm. is. His merch is like villain club. Uh, the white thing also looks like spy versus spy. It does. He does look like the the like, white spy. The that. white spy. Yeah. Um, that all white outfit. Am I seeing marabou feathers? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's. I mean, I was like when I kept looking. There are so many photos of like different things, and he'll just like literally like pull things, kind of from a costume box, you know. Oh, I love it. A little bag, boxes. little bag of tricks in his trunk. Yeah. And in, in the uh, Stone Cold interview, he was like, "I mean, I just have to carry so much stuff now." It's so funny. The fans want it, so I'm just going for it. I love the umbrella. For some reason, it makes me think of Baba Duke too. The black look he was wearing. I don't know why. So scary. Yeah, Does Babadook like, even carry it? No, Mr. Babadook is all about that overcoat, top hat, and scary hat. claws lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw it. The vibe of it, remi- like the silhouette of it reminds mm-hmm. me of that. No, you're not wrong because they're both like Victorian era, yeah. like outerwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good movie. That's, I, it's a great I movie, but I it's will. very scary. And then these are his entrance and some cool gifts <gasps> of him. Yeah. He's a badass. He's got angel wings. Mm-hmm. He came out from the floor with angel wings. Bird wing, crow wings. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck Mike. yeah. Yeah. They can right. also be angel wings. Those yeah, are really cool. Out. So what's really interesting is actually Sarah has seen him. Yes, yeah, so wrestle. has Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, I want I want to hear what y'all thought of him. So, I, so by the time he appeared, I was drunk to the point where we rolled in to record this podcast and I said, Mike, did we see this guy? And the truth was yes. And then I remembered that he came out with the full on bird mask. So yeah, um, he was wearing, I think he was wearing the black coat and a white mask and he had the black umbrella when we saw him, as far as I can recall. And I just remember thinking, this guy's kind of hot. Yeah, he is. And he's got the like long hair. Um, he grew it out and he was like, I didn't, he was like, I did a top knot before everyone else did a top mm-hmm. knot. And I was like, it looks good on you. And it today does. I'm wearing the Marty top knot in, in his honor. Yes. Yeah. And it looks great and on you. And also because I have to grow out my hair. <laughs> I mean, this is, I can't imagine how warm it is to wear that fur coat. I mean, all of these layers. Obviously, he strips down to just your classic diaper in mm-hmm. the ring. But, but you know that place is AC. They got AC. Oh, and that's not the place we were. Like, you know, when you're like nervous before a show sometimes and you're sweating. I don't know, man. I think that we're just so used to being hot that it's now reality for us all the time. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, who knows where he wore that? It could have been cold. That's actually, that's absolutely correct. 
I'm sorry. I don't mean to. No, I wasn't even thinking about it. on your ideals. I was just like, I don't know. I feel like that could be very cozy, kind of nice little hug before a match. Yeah. yeah. So you're not like all goosebumpy when you yeah. go out to the ring. That doesn't look very intimidating. I also like to imagine being in air conditioning. That's my new I thing. know. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just go, oh, yes, that room looks air conditioned. And then I transport myself there. Yep. Home Goods has good air conditioning. I went in there the other day just to feel it. (laughs) That's actually so true. Mm -hmm. Should take a trip to Home Goods. (laughs) Yep, just do a journey to Home Goods. Also, what was fascinating is when he was injured, he became a manager for a little bit. And he said that's where he picked up the fur coat as well. And he would go out there and talk about how wealthy and like prideful he is and he'd be like this is a Prada jacket and they'd all like laugh at him and shout like that it was from this like cheap store Hmm. and he was like it was it became like a really fun gimmick Hmm. wow yeah all right I mean these are but he's like I mean he's still kind of a newbie so yeah oh yeah how long has he been like on the scene he's been part of um, New Japan for like two years like oh wow 2017 is when he started in New Japan okay yeah so he is really quite a newcomer mm-hmm well we're excited to see what comes I'm excited of yeah yeah Thank I think you. he's a cool one I like these like new people who are coming up that's like great yeah I mean I hope you see him again I hope I'm like I don't know a little more sober the next time I see him <laughs> no you don't uh, maybe not I had a great <laughs> no. time I just wish I remembered him yeah that's fair all right. All right. Moving Yay. on. Great job, Katie. Thanks. That was a fun one. That is a fun one. He's so interesting. I don't even have that much to riff yeah. on him for. Oh. All right, guys. Buckle up. Um, Goodness. This yeah. week, we're doing Trish Stratus. Uh, yeah. So we're just going to get right on into it. Um, this I did not make this image. This was found on the internet. And I love it because it reminds me of a Bud Light commercial. It does. From the 90s, which she kind of does remind me of a Bud Light commercial from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So oh Trish Stratus was born Patricia Ann Strategius. She's Greek. On December 18th, 1976. So she's a Sagittarius, ah. Katie. Uh, so she attended York University for biology and kinesiology. Oh, oh cool. So that's basically, kinesiology is basically the study of bodily movement. Um, and then a faculty strike in 1997 changed her plans. And so she's working as a receptionist at a gym when she was approached by the publisher of Muscle Mag International to do a test shoot for the magazine. And then she appeared on the cover of the May 98 issue. And for six months, she worked on her body and appeared as a fitness model on a ton of magazine covers, which is how she was discovered by WWF. Oh, wow. So then in November 1999 so basically she was a model for a year and then signed a multi-year contract with WWF um I also don't have a timeline on these outfits just because of how I'm sure there was just it's a worked lot. yeah um so we're gonna we'll go through and talk about them we should just talk about them now actually based on because we're gonna our brains are gonna explode in about yeah. five minutes i mean does I her just, belt say trish her belt says trish which is a common thing that she does she has like her name on it in some capacity but also it's very much like and excuse the term but like slutty athlete mm-hmm. is like kind of how i describe where it's like mm. she's just like a hot She's like a hot woman wearing heels, but also has like knee high socks. So like this just basically a Sports Illustrated magazine constantly, like that yes, style. Pretty much, it's very much like she wears like a hot. She basically looks like she's 
getting dressed up for Halloween mm-hmm. all the time where so she's like, like wearing sexy from, from Girls oh, Next Door. Yeah. yeah. It's, she was the sporty one. Mm-hmm. I, I she also has posed nude a lot. Um, I didn't post any of those and there's no judgment on that, obviously. Yeah. But just very much like rarely fully clothed yeah. uh, for most of her career, especially just because she kind of started as, well, we'll get there so mm-hmm. she first appeared oh, wow, yeah. as a villainous character in the march 2000 episode of sunday night heat and she started as a valet for the tag team tna haha <laughs> test and albert but we know what the implication is here <laughs> and then in 2001 she became involved in an angle with vince mcmahon okay oh no I'm so this so this is the thing <laughs> mike is like gearing up right now uh when i when i chose trish stratus mike was excited because you had a crush on her as a teen as anyone would because she's stunning yeah and she also, is beautiful i, I do want to emphasize i didn't really do much information on her record um but she is unequivocally like a champion so many there was a list of people who attribute being inspired to start wrestling mm-hmm. um and but the list was so long i straight up didn't write it down because that's how many people love and respect her and mention her so wow. i want to say that before this great okay so in kfab she began having an affair with vince mckeon <laughs> kfabe we're kfab sorry kfabe world <laughs> She began having an affair with Vince McMahon during a time when Vince's wife, Linda, was kayfabe institutionalized following a demand that Vince had made for a divorce during an episode of SmackDown in December of 2000. Oh, boy. He was drugging his wife, Linda, while messing around with Trish. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah, so it gets worse. Uh, So pretty much, (laughs) I mean, Vince McMahon, they institutionalized his wife for a storyline. And the reason why she was institutionalized is because she went crazy when he said he wanted a divorce. That's what it was. He said, I want a divorce. And she went completely insane. And then had to be institutionalized. And she works for the government now. Oh, I know. Well, that's so they showed. We'll get there. Oh my god. Okay, she does. Uh, what's her job exactly, Mike? I don't remember. Because I read about how they brought up all of this when she was running. Department of Small Business. Does Department of Small Business? Small Businesses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Anyway, Trish does. No. No. Oh, I was Trish like, is what? a very good businesswoman, though. But we'll get there too. So okay. So like. Without going into too many of the details, uh-huh. Stephanie McMahon really hated Trish Stratus because Stephanie really hated that she was uh, fucking her dad in this fake universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it escalated until Vince turned on Stratus during a tag team match and he stood over Stratus and he told her she was a toy, which he had grown tired of playing with. Oh, God. It gets worse. Oh, no. <laughs> you wrote, she wrote that. It gets worse. It's and just... then there's one period. Okay. Um, the angle continued until the next week on Raw, where Vince forced Stratus to strip down to her black bra and panties oh in the god. ring and bark like a dog. Oh my god! What the f- What is this, spinal tap? <sighs> he tells her he won't accept her apology. She didn't do anything wrong. He just, she needs to apologize for some reason. And then says he won't accept it unless she says it in dog language. And so oh she's crawling god. around the ring and she's crying and barking like a dog. And I didn't click the YouTube clips because it was like Friday night at midnight and I was like, what am I doing? Instead, it's just, I looked at the gifts because I was going to almost pull it into the slideshow, but it's so fucked and sad that I was like, I'm not doing this. Oh God. So by the way, this year McMahon was asked about it and he said, I have no recollection of that. Quite frankly, I've never met a person named Trish Stratus, quite frankly. Too quite frankly. He said that? Yeah. 
because it's a joke. So basically, this is this thing happening is under every listicle that's like 10 things they want you to forget about WWE because this is something that like prevented it from being shown in other countries. Ooh, um, yeah. It is something that people like wrote in about and were really upset by. Good. It is something where it's like, even if she was going along with it, because who knows, like, again, we've talked about this, how much people get influence on their storylines. Yeah. Um, who knows? Power. It's a role play too of like, you know, you don't know how much this is going to get you something. Also, it's like, yeah the power structure is so it's just it's such a good example of like how far we've come in 18 years Mm -hmm. and like that's i think the takeaway i want from this as well as some of the other storylines we're going to talk about with her is that like in the last 18 years we're now doing like an all-female pay-per-view and we're doing uh you know they've they've really upped their women's wrestling and she's also a part of it she got to be in the royal rumble and stuff which is great yeah and so i think that when it's good to acknowledge that this happened and it was super fucked and really sad and I hate it so much, but also how far we've come, um, we as if, you know, I'm part of this culture now, I guess, but like as oh, how far that this company has come yeah. in that amount of time is good. So anyway, so the storyline came to an end at WrestleMania when Stratus slapped Vince during a match with his son's Shane and became a fan favorite in the process. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. So then she turned face and started wrestling part time, probably because Vince McMahon fucking owed her for that demeaning ass shit. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, what the fuck again? Because <laughs> I was doing this late at night. Uh, she teamed up with Lita for a little and had an on screen romance with Jeff Hardy twice. Oh. Mm. Uh, two different times Carlito and then Chris Jericho. And so, in the case of Chris Jericho, getting ready for more crazy kayfabe. Uh, Stratus overheard Jericho talking to then heel Christian who was involved in an on-screen romance with Lita at the time about who could sleep with their respective woman first. Oh. Then she and Lita confronted the men and they battled them and they the women lost, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then she developed real feelings for Jericho for her storyline until he feuded with Christian and then she eventually turned heel to betray Jericho during their match at WrestleMania 20 and sided with Christian in which Stratus claimed her reasons for siding with Christian were that he was a real man and Jericho was a lovesick puppy. <laughs> there's like a lot, there's a lot going on in this. Yeah. It's so much. There are layers and layers. It's so crazy. And like, and it, so then I... Can we look at his outfits Wait, real yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, we got, sorry. We gotta, we gotta talk about Oops. how she was like straight up Britney and yeah. all these costumes. Well, they actually, there was one where she had pigtails, um... She had pigtails and like the Catholic schoolgirl thing. And then this one is like, it looks like a tie, but it looks like it's stuck to her stomach. So I was very confused Mm -hmm. as to like. Is it suspenders? It looks like suspenders and you just can't see because of the belt. Oh, maybe. And then this is Jessica Simpson. Like she looks straight up like Jess. Like Jessica Simpson. She reminds me of the Enema of the State model. You know the cover that oh, Blink 182? Yes. No, yes. she does look like her. <laughs> she does. Like it's something I thought about the whole time and like pulling these in, right? I yeah. mean, yeah, we know. Um, but yeah, just pretty much like anything that shows off boobs and stomach. Like mm-hmm. she has a phenomenal body. Again, she started as a fitness model. Um, oh yeah, she's even got the little like 
sexy ref mm-hmm. outfit. Yeah, exactly. The cropped, the cropped striped top. Yeah, she is just a Halloween costume. She's a Halloween yeah, costume. She is the, the sexy Halloween, Halloween yeah. costume. She's totally a sexy Halloween costume. Yep. Um, you know what? She looks great. And she does. She also, yeah, anyway, so. <laughs> Keep going, because I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah, we know. All right, so then I'm just going to list more crazy kayfabe cool. shit, because it's, like, so intense. So she had a feud with fellow diva Christy Hem. Hem? Hemi over jealousy of Hemi's Playboy magazine exposure, and so Stratus ended up attacking her and spray painting the word "slut" across her back, which is normal. Oh, <laughs> normal? It's normal. No, he just, no, she just wrote "slut" on her back in spray paint. Yeah, because oh. like yeah. feminism. Uh-huh. What? And then in 2005, this is also bad. M. And M, Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro kidnapped Stratus for Molina, who challenged a tied up and gag Stratus to a match for the women's championship. What? Oh, boy. 2005. This oh, was no. so recent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on the December 26th episode of Raw, a storyline between Stratus and Mickey James developed into a lesbian one where James initiated an intimate kiss with Stratus under a sprig of mistletoe, mm. causing a surprise Stratus to flee the locker room. They stayed together through the entire year for some reason, like through 2006, and James continued to be enamored of Stratus, which made her feel uncomfortable. So on March 6th, Stratus confronted James and told her she needed space. They also kissed in ring when Stratus had a bloody nose. Oh. I couldn't find an image of it, but... What? Oh my gosh. When I list it all, it's so crazy. And this is what Mike warned me about. Um, the images I chose right here, which I think I will put side to side on our Instagram as well, is just her in like this all purple, like pleather skin tight mm-hmm. outfit that makes her look like she's in a girl band in the 90s next to a more recent photo where she you see what she's wearing yep and oh. she's wearing a we can do it like rosie the riveter shirt and this is i think the best representation wow. of like how far yeah even through this one woman's career this industry is like calm. look how happy she looks in this it's because she's a successful business owner too so Da, da, da. So she's been wrestling part-time since 2007 until the present, pretty much. And in 2008, she opened a yoga studio named Stratosphere. Oh my gosh. Is it here? Can we go? Yeah. It's in Toronto. Oh, let's go. In the suburbs of Toronto and it's eco-friendly. Oh my gosh. Oh my and in 2010, she won Businesswoman of the Year. Oh, and has wow. also been honored by Toronto for having like she's like won all those like Yelp reviews and stuff like people really love it um, she's tag teamed with Snooki at Wrestlemania in 2011 which is how I know that that's when Jersey Shore was big oh, <laughs> from earlier interesting yeah call back uh, yep tag teamed with Snooki why and then on um, January 28 2013 and on an episode of Raw she was announced as a WWE Hall of Fame inductee as part of the 2013 class Yay. she also appeared in the first ever women Royal Rumble, which I'm definitely posting that outfit because mm-hmm. it's awesome. That's amazing. And she also does a lot of charity work, including with Ronald McDonald House, Dreams Take Flight, and the Special Olympics. Wow. So just a very complicated history. I mean, we can talk about this outfit if you guys have. This is what she wore to the Royal Rumble, and here she is that. facing yeah. off uh, against uh, Sasha Banks. I don't remember. And yeah, they have like a little bit of a rivalry. And so then this one is like her wearing her branding shirt and then uh, the Trish belt has remained a part of her costume. I think it's very cool that for the Royal Rumble, they had her in a one piece thing again. Mm -hmm. Like it's very sexy still. It's um, 
mostly shiny black like spandex and then it's netting in between Mm -hmm. so she's like covered up but it's still showing some like skin through the netting on the sides and on the sides of her legs she looks really incredible but it's a lot more like i'm searching for a better word but the one that keeps coming to mind is like respectful of her yeah it's it's like beautiful and body conscious and it's not but it's not a schoolgirl outfit yeah. on a grown woman. Well, it seems like she may have had some more control over it, and like she definitely seems like one of the women that has been like, okay, like it's it's my turn to, you know, to have some say in what's happening. There are a couple of quotes that I didn't put in the here specifically where she does talk about because she's best friends with Lita in real life, mm-hmm. um, who she had that rivalry with for a little bit. Um, but they talk about how it's been an honor to come up through and be more a part of the wrestling side of things. I just couldn't get a very succinct pull quote. Yeah. But it is something that she's definitely involved with and talks about a lot. That's awesome. Um, I also love here that like her body has seems to have changed in a way that she, it is very much like, oh, of course you own a yoga studio. Yep. And like her hair looks better. She just like has aged into she herself. She looks healthy. She too. looks so mm-hmm. healthy and beautiful and like, yeah. And she's, yeah. She does is very look, fashion Nova, this outfit. Too. It's very cool. But she, yeah, she doesn't, she looks healthy. She doesn't look like, this is a rude thing to say. She doesn't look like a wrestler gone to seed. I think we've seen mm-hmm. yeah. a few of those. Like it looks like she transitioned out of that world in a yeah. much gentler, safer way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much Trish Stratus. Oh, wow. Wow. She's, I know. I mean, I hope, I wish only good things for her. Me too. Yeah. Mike, do you have anything to say about her? Yeah. I mean, I think she would, She she's like exactly what we're talking about when we talk about like the evolution of, of women's wrestling. Like she had to put up with so much bullshit just to actually be a good wrestler mm-hmm. and so it was insane like i the, the the bark like a dog thing i watched that on tv when i was a kid and it made oh me so gosh. uncomfortable and i didn't know what they were doing and i mean it's like a whole other conversation that i'm probably going to get cut off on of just like having a guy have an emotional affair in front of his wife on tv like he's actually living out this fantasy that he wrote and is claiming his television or whatever like that's we well, claimed his up. partner wrote it the other vince or whatever that used to be involved with it whatever it's just so no of course it's bullshit yeah it's all bullshit and it's like so fucked up and i don't know it it's one of those things where it's like i feel like this is what kept women out of wrestling for so long and it's like i think rightfully so because it was it was totally wrong and totally lame and i'm glad they don't do it anymore yeah thank you mike i didn't cut you off intentionally because you were saying good stuff yeah keep it to good stuff I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> well, this was super fascinating. Yeah. I didn't know anything about her, so me thank yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't. I just purely went because I knew that Mike had a crush on her, and when she came out, he was excited because he's followed her career for so long. And so I was like, great, I want to do like an old timey woman wrestler. And the thing is, there's not that many to choose from. No. Yeah. So anyway. No, Sarah. she's very cool. Yes. So I'm going to just scooch our, our screen a little bit. So guys, this week, I'm so delighted to be talking to you about the Iconics. Yay. That's with two eyes. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, the uh, Iconics. Boy, did uh, the slideshow not want me spelling it that way. Yeah, I was I very determined. You got so many spoilers, <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> um, so they were formerly the Iconic Duo. It's a wrestling tag team made up of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Um, Billy Kay, whose birth name is Jessica McKay, was born on June 23rd, 1989, so she's a cancer like me. Yay. Um, She might be the first 
cancer wrestler that we've covered. Do we have one other? Oh, we did have one. I don't remember who it was. I don't remember but who it was. It doesn't seem like there are a lot of them, which I get. We're homebodies and shy. Uh, <laughs> Peyton Royce, whose birth name <laughs> is Cassandra McIntosh, was born on November 10th, 1992. <laughs> so she's a Scorpio like Christina. She's born two days before me. Four years later. I know. They're, they're, they're young ladies. We're Good friends. Uh, I feel like you actually might be friends with her. She seems very cool. I would be. I like Scorpios, so. Oh, and also, like, well, I'll get into this. I'm, like, just really enamored with them. They're both Australian. They're both from Sydney. I also like Australians. So this first um, picture that I have is it was just um, their entrance. They oh, always yes. hold hands when they make their entrance. So I'm going to talk about them separately and then together. Uh, Billy got into wrestling as a kid. She was pretty athletic. Um, she played basketball before she started wrestling, which makes sense. She's really tall. She's got super long legs. Um, Peyton was also a wrestling fan when she was young, as well as a dancer. Mm-hmm. So a fun fact, they went to high school together. Whoa, I couldn't wow. find out whether they like knew each other or were friends at all, but they went to the same high school. It seems like they kind of ran parallel to each other for a mm. long time. They had like basically the same career trajectory, which is sort of insane. Hmm. Um, Billy made her professional wrestling debut at the age of 18 at PWA Australia. She wrestled under her own name at first. Um, she entered the American scene in October... I messed up the date on that's not 2018. A few years ago, joining up with Shimmer Women's Athletics, maybe my favorite promotion name to that date. That is amazing. Isn't that so good? Shimmer, Shimmer Women's Athletics. Um, she wrestled with someone awesomely named Madison Eagles ah. as the Pink Ladies. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, she also wrestled for some other American and Canadian promotions. She basically toured around for a few years. I don't know what year I was trying to say that started in. I, that's a typo. Anyway, it was only a couple years ago. She's still pretty new. So this first shot, these are, these are from her first couple years on the scene these were the first the first time i actually found like early pictures of wrestlers and they're fantastic so this is her as like an 18 or 19 year old on the scene this outfit is like a two-piece it looks like a bad high school dance team outfit it's like a bad high school dance team photo yes it's like really weird there's like the weird crumpled fabric backdrop it's like this kind of unflattering orangey red spandex with cutouts that are edged with sequins um, I definitely wore something like that to happen one time. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's definitely a tap outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she herself is still really cute in the picture, but she was in a bunch of outfits just like this when she first started wrestling. The one in the middle, she's wearing a similar deal, but it's lavender and long sleeved. Um, I just wanted to show that so you could see like the level of stuff she was wrestling in. You can see it's kind of a small room. It looks very much like an independent wrestling thing. It looks kind of like glow. Yeah, the middle one, actually, the picture looks like, do you remember the alien and dude, where's my car? (laughs) (laughs) The mini skirt. It does look like the alien. It looks like the mini skirt (laughs) from dude, where's my car? I was like, just think Zoltan. Zoltan, yeah. But did like the thing that like blew up and yes. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. I haven't That's, seen that movie. It looks in so like long. the outfit. You should see it. It's, it's a good movie, if yeah. I recall. I wonder it's if it holds quite up. Quite funny. Um, it's of its time. And then the last picture, guys, I found a picture of her as the pink lady. Yeah. Yeah. And when you know it, she's wearing a little mini skirt and a pink lady's jacket straight out of a high school production of Grease. And pulling that hair. Side note, I was in a high school production of Grease. I was Frenchie. I highly recommend being Frenchie because you don't sing, people sing at you. Oh. That's a <laughs> That's hack. True. That's a hack if you're funny and you can't sing is to be Frenchie. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. yeah. You also guys would probably wear a cool, fun wig, right? Oh, no. My hair was so big in high school, it was its own wig. <laughs> I need to see this. I got yes. pics. I'll, I'll share with you guys later. Not for the general public. We can't post on Instagram? No, they're, they're a lot. We'll see. Um, so, <laughs> we'll work on this, everybody. Wow. Look at <laughs> these. We'll do some TBTs. <gasps> wow. So, Peyton... Made her professional wrestling debut in 2009. Oh, that's what it was. Billy was in 2008. Guys, I'm remembering. Thank you. Um, she joined pro wrestling, the pro wrestling women. Oh, okay, joining the pro wrestling women's alliance as Casey Cassidy. She wrestled under that name for a bit. Mm-hmm. She also wrestled for Shimmer Women's Athletics. Uh, it seems like she and Billy kept crossing paths for a while. Like I said, they were sort of running parallel. So her outfit, I actually think is really cute. I yeah, love it. So when she was Casey Casty, she had this two piece outfit. That's sort of these blue boy shorts with a red belt. And she has a crop top that has uh, blue and white stripes on it and red straps. It's kind of like 1940s nautical looking. Love it. It's really cute. She is also, both of them are like stunning. Mm. So even when their hair and makeup was like, um, early aughts. They still looked really yeah. good. Uh, the one in the middle is so, sort of more of the classic um, high school tap outfit. Mm-hmm. She also had something with weird cutouts and sequins, but the hers was hot pink. so weird. Isn't it weird? It's like a hole on your upper. It's I like exactly where that. my fat deposits are, so yeah. it makes me like shudder to look at it. It's mm-hmm. like a hole on your upper hip bone. <laughs> yeah. So bizarre. I don't know why that was there. Like, this area is good to show but she's got like armbands she's posing against a a mural it's very 2009 um Mm -hmm. but her hair still looks great and then i her prom photo i this was in so i found all these other pictures of her like wrestling outfits and then in the middle of it there's a picture that was taken as part of it was a promo shot for her wrestling days but she's just wearing a bad semi-formal dress it's yeah it's very jessica mcclintock it is it is straight up (laughs) like a salmon pink stretch faux satin it's got weird side cutouts weird ruching it's like charlotte ruse yeah it's like some bad flashbacks some bebe um i just thought that was funny because i had the pink lady one on the previous slide so i put her pink her bad pink dress on this one good job just having fun with the slides not as much fun as alistair black's black slides from last week but also still fun (laughs) so Billy got a WWE tryout during their tour of Australia in August 2014. She was signed as an NXT trainee in April 2015. Her first fight was against Becky Lynch oh. uh, with the name Jessie. She lost. Um, then she adopted the Billy Kay persona and turned heel pretty much immediately. She wrestled solo for a while and ultimately joined up with Peyton in October 2016. So again... Peyton kind of did the same thing. She also got a WWE tryout in 2014. She signed with them in 2015. She was solo at first. Um, She wrestled against Sasha Banks as Casey Cassidy. She kept that name for a little bit. She also lost. And then she adopted the name Peyton Royce and actually wrestled as a face for a while, which was kind of interesting to me. Um, But she turned heel at the end of 2015. So I pulled a couple pictures from their first matches with NXT. Um, Billy's outfit is sort of crazy because they don't I style her anything it. like yeah. this anymore but it's like mint green I'm which i've loving this never look. seen any on anyone else it's sort of like one of those cool one-piece swimsuits yeah. with the cutouts mm-hmm. on the side i'm here for this look dude it's really good and i think it's it's a really good look on her too that actually covers a, a bit more than a lot of the outfits mm-hmm. that we see still um yeah it's a good look she's got armbands and everything too and it's kind of shimmery 
I think it's fun. And then um, Peyton sort of showed up in the same version of that cute 40s swimsuit, but now it's black and white and red. Loving it. Yeah, Uh, I like that one a lot. It's very pirate here. It's very cool. And I just pulled a couple pictures. This, I thought, was a really amazing move. You can see how good her abs are in this one where she's like getting flipped or flipping Sasha Banks. Also, does she and Sasha like have the same hair color? They almost similar. Yeah. Yeah, Peyton had like longer sort of that henna red color yeah at this point in time so <laughs> guys then we got to the iconics uh they were born in october 2016 they're straight up heels with mean girl personas <laughs> and i find them absolutely hilarious maybe because i was bullied in elementary school and now i want all mean girls to like me <laughs> i get that a hundred percent um i love all mean girl characters in fiction and they are like the epitome of mean girl characters i think they're very very good at these roles mm. um so they wrestled at NXT as a duo for a little bit and then they got called up to SmackDown in 2018. They've really only been at at SmackDown since January of this year. Um, They shared a pretty cute video of them crying and freaking out when they found out they were getting called up. Um, As far as their outfits go, they wear pretty much the same thing every time. They do some slight color differences, but they haven't really experimented too much with their look yet. I think because they're so new. So Billy, they made her hair very black and they always style her with very red lipstick, which looks so good on her. Mm -hmm. As someone who has yet to find their perfect red lipstick, I am jealous. You know what? We have, that's a, that's a thing we have to find out now. I know. I'm, I'm like on a quest. Yeah. I always like I'm look like, up stuff. If there's ever an actress with similar color, like Katie to me, can do it. I can help. Help me. I will. I feel like uh, that's what Katie. You're like, I want this, and then it gets pulled out of the ether. <laughs> She's uh, like, You mean this? And you're like, What? It just manifests. <laughs> I you will have help. skills. <laughs> yeah. So Billy has this beautiful red lipstick, and her outfit is cool. It's a two piece, but she has this. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like a like a choker that then has a strap that runs down between her boobs to like her bikini top. I think it's a really good way of describing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> oh, what I it nailed is. it. Um, so it's it sort of has this like kind of like punk rock vibe to it is the way I can describe it. She's almost always in black and it's like velvet. Mm-hmm. And it has silver trim on it. Peyton wears mostly purple and turquoise. Um, and it has a, it's also a two piece. She's got flowers on her bottoms and then like a butterfly across the center of her bra top. Mm. Uh, it's mostly purple with um, like bright blue accents and it's shiny. They do sometimes wear, I pulled this other picture where they're both in like the black and silver versions of it. Mm. But usually they are in these two colors. That's so weird. Yeah. They don't look like they go together they visually. Don't. No. Which is sort of interesting. I, I think like the black and silver. It's so sleek. Yeah. yeah. I, I do like it when they're in those, but I like how colorful Peyton's is yeah. on its own. And they do both wrestle solo a fair bit still, mm. which I is kind of cool. out what they, they look like. Mm-hmm. They look like a Victoria's Secret models at Burning Man. Oh, <laughs> they do. My God. Like, yes. that's 100% what it is. Yes. Because you always see those photos of, like, one woman there who's, like, just insanely gorgeous and has no dust on her. Oh, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> how are you doing this? But, you know, she's still pooping in a bag like everyone else. Yep. <laughs> and I just, I guess I need to just keep on remembering that part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's because she has, like, a whole, yeah. a whole AC also, tent. 
Mm-hmm. If you don't sweat, you're dehydrated. That's something that took me but a long time to learn. The new trendy thing of getting Botox in your armpits. That's oh. true. Too. You won't sweat. Mm-hmm. They're the type of girls that would do the laser away ads that we all get on our yes. Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Like they're. Oh, I don't get those. Oh, I get well, it all the time. My ads are always for home things because I like looking at clothes. <laughs> nice. Homes. But yeah, they are those girls that pr- wouldn't bring anything and wouldn't like be part of your like neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. No, that was a, that's a very astute. Well, guys, just you wait. Speaking oh of Bernie gosh. Man. Ah! So since they got called up to SmackDown, the Iconics have fought everyone uh charlotte mm-hmm. flair becky lynch oscar etc etc mm-hmm. um their big thing is to come out and make fun of their competitor for a while before getting into the ring um earlier we watched their smackdown debut they came in and interrupted charlotte and made fun of how she just like takes all this time and thanks everyone and is really into being like uh, a hero to young girls which are all great things but because they're so mean yeah they make fun you of her love for it. it this is so i love funny it to Ooh, me. i love mean girls i want them to like me um <laughs> they also typically enter holding hands which i love they do this like little shimmy thing when they come out and then they hold hands and walk down to the rink together so i pulled a couple pictures of them where you can see some of their other looks they have um peyton is wearing like it's basically a poison ivy halloween costume in this one it's bright green and has like purple vines on it but it's pants sasha banks it is i was gonna say i wonder if they also use her husband i'm wondering because the coloring Mm -hmm. the color palette looks similar Mm -hmm. i meant to look that up and then i totally forgot but i he designs for so many of the women now Mm. on smackdown that i wonder if he designed for them too yeah um so they seem to put peyton in more like colors more Mm, often mm because then there's another one over here uh it's like a teal green two-piece it looks more like her usual outfit but it's green and floral and she came out holding like fake flowers she had like this big fake flower ring she's wearing in it that i thought was very funny Mm. and i also pulled that one because billy is wearing a navy blue velvet version of her outfit which i think is the only time i saw that so she's basically like urban outfitters 90s Mm -hmm. restock it seems like yeah Mm -hmm. and you know when you were younger and you do like um, a school project and you'd want to burn the bottom of like the (laughs) printer paper yes that's what it looks like so it would look like an old letter or something oh yes Yep. This yeah. is from the Civil War. I, I remember that. doing that. Oh, I'm yeah. like, Dad, can you help me use the grill lighter? Can yes. I share something about myself? Uh-huh. Yes. I did that for. to a, um, <laughs> a script. I, no. I made, uh, I gave myself a um, acceptance to Hogwarts letter <gasps> that I mailed <laughs> to myself, and I did that too. How old were you? Oh, I was 11. <laughs> that's that's when you get it. That's, that's when amazing. you get it. That's when you get that same, letter. I was the same age as Harry Potter, and I did it to trick to trick myself in. Oh my! Gosh. I didn't actually think it would work, but I think I also thought it would work. Yeah, which I think is like pretty consistent thing for my life yeah (laughs) i used to crumble up oreos in my room because my friend told me that gnomes were real and so i'd be like i'm just gonna leave these my dad would always be like why are you just like oreo crumbs everywhere in your room i I don't don't does that are you feeding them or i was feeding them rid of them i was feeding them because I wanted them to come into my room. Wait, you wanted them? I wanted Why gnomes you in want my room. I don't know. What? <laughs> I'm going to try this hard 
as I could to memorize what my toy box looked like <laughs> so they couldn't do like any Toy Story stuff when I was out there. I, I did, did that, that too. I duct taped my Tupperware boxes with my American girls every single night so that they wouldn't <laughs> leave. <laughs> You imprisoned your dog. I literally so every single leave. night so they wouldn't move around. So I'd, I'd like had duct tape and would just be like and just like duct tape Wait, a huge Tupperware box. In a Toy Story way or in an abandonment way? In a, no, in a, toy, <laughs> in a Toy Story way. Okay, just because my family left doesn't mean I thought my American girl dolls That's would. That's what it sounded like you said. It sounded like you were like, I taped them there so they couldn't leave. And I was like, whoa, whoa. No, just so they wouldn't mess with me toy story wise or chucky because i saw it way too young oh boy yeah so <laughs> sarah you got one yeah tell us your mm, issues the, tell us dome. your issues what was my thing in elementary school oh i thought i was gonna become a sailor scout like sailor moon <laughs> that's my in middle school no in elementary <laughs> okay school. <laughs> middle school I'm just uh, creating when fake I was narratives 18, for both of you over here. I was convinced, yeah. no, in elementary school. We were all imaginative children, and that's yeah, why we, we enjoy talking about these things still. Right? So, as far as the Iconics go, they're also still pretty new to the scene, so we'll have to see what becomes of them. But I think they're very, very funny, and yeah. I really enjoy watching them. I pulled a, a gif of them being really mean to one of the reporters and saying, go chase some moose. <laughs> and shooing her away. Bye. Bye. I pulled a picture of them entering where they wore cute tank tops that says, like, I heart Billy and I heart Peyton. They wore each other's names on them. And yeah. the, I, the I is them back to back for the Iconics. Cute. Yeah. Um, and then I also pulled this last one just so we can see more of that festival vibe that they have going for them. This was <laughs> Peyton was wrestling solo and she came out wearing, like, a long skirt and a flower crown like she was going to Coachella Oh, my God. And uh, Billy Kay came out in a pretty fierce jumpsuit. Yeah. Because she wasn't wrestling, so she came out in a really cool jumpsuit and, like, six-inch heels and looked fantastic. I mean, this is a silhouette I could see on Katie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So they're very cool, very fashionable. I find them really funny. I know... um, the, the fans have started to turn on them a bit and chant boring at them when they come out, which I think oh. is rude because they don't take that long. And I think it's much more interesting than watching, I don't know, pulling a name out of the hat here, Roman Reigns talk <laughs> for five minutes yeah. about how he's the big dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but vest that's just man. Me. Yes. This little vest man. He's got a swimming pool shirt on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because the fans don't boo at him. No, they never do. They love him. Um, no, they boo at everyone who talks. I know. I just mm-hmm. take it personally when it's people that I enjoy yeah Yeah. and i think they're funny let them let them do their impressions and Mm -hmm. and make fun of sometimes they make fun of carmela's dancing it's great good carmela sucks Mm -hmm. so that's that brings us to the end guys yeah any last thoughts on uh i feel like we we might have gone a little long but no great wow Good for us. Getting a good yeah. internal clock. It's taken us 10 episodes, but we're finally getting on track. Yay. Um, we have some really fun stuff that we've just gotten for our podcast. We've gotten like fun stickers and things. Yeah. Um, I guess if you want some, let us know and we'll figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. If you want a sticker, let us know. We will. I will mail it to you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably write you a card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Write your little card. Mm-hmm. And um, don't forget to follow us on our social media, KFAB Podcast. K- at K A Y F A B Podcast. 
Uh, and also, if you want to see the looks we're, we're talking about, we're going to post them on Instagram as we usually do. We do about three per. Um, and then we also, if you want to recommend a wrestler for us for, to review, please tweet at us on Twitter. Yeah. Um, we're very open to covering who you want us to cover. Yeah, I mean, we really don't know. I think I feel like we find people either through like random Googling or asking Mike most of the time. Yeah. So yeah. like, we're really open to this. We don't have a lot of... We're, we're still coming at this from a pretty fresh perspective. Yeah, we Yes, are. we definitely... I mean, I think we've learned a lot, especially Katie watches like a million documentaries <laughs> and... I can't help it. Sarah just does. NXT, it sounds like. And NXT. (laughs) Sarah watches wrestling, and Christina is bad at her job. (laughs) Listen, it's the most enjoyable thing that I've found in my life, and I love it. Yeah. We're going to duct tape it so it doesn't run away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) Harry Potter, how's Hogwarts treating you? I didn't get in.